going on everybody devoid g money uh brighton will be here shortly quinte will be here shortly this is the not for the bay podcast we are live on facebook and on youtube you can listen to us on spotify apple podcast anchor and all other major streaming platforms be sure to follow us on twitter instagram and on our facebook pages uh another great episode obviously we create only bangers uh our mm-hmm. weekly bets and predictions also just a little brief recap of what happened last week uh, regarding the NFL. Um, outside of that, as far as announcements this week, I'm thinking probably the game of the week that we're probably going to have the watch party for will probably most likely be either the Dallas Cowboys or the Philadelphia Eagles or – man, what was that What was that other game? I had it on the tip of my tongue. Was it like, is it Bucks-Rams this week or no? No, they're not a primetime game. It's the – What's the Sunday night game? Green Sunday Bay, game Green, Bay Green Bay, and, and, and uh, Green Bay Packers in the 49ers. It's a Sunday night game. And the Philadelphia okay. Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys are the Monday, the Monday night. And I'm pretty sure nobody's going to be really too interested into the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans. So if you're stuck between the Eagles and Cowboys. Well, depending on what the line is. That too. It also depends <laughs> on what the line too is. Well, also, welcome, I like to welcome in Brighton. Uh, what's going what's on, up, brothers? Brother? By the way, what's up, y'all? How's it going? How's it going? Sorry for being a little bit late here, guys. It's all good. Hey, I'm in a I'm a, I'm in a good mood. I mean, a really good mood, Brighton. Um, I just wanted to I put know this why out too. Here. The 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 Seattle Seahawks. They have made me a very very happy man this past week by taking that L to them Titans. Tighten up, baby. Tighten up. <laughs> I figured that one was coming here soon. <laughs> it made me about two hundred and forty-four dollars richer, which is <laughs> being expedited to me as we speak. Yeah, I did not. Uh, I did not do anything. I did not bet on that game at all. Uh, I was. I was a little bit worried. As I well pointed out, I think in the in the show before, uh, in, in last week's show. So, but I'm glad you I mean, made a little bit of money on that. It was definitely emotional. You don't, definitely emotional. Yeah. Usually you don't bet on your own team because it never works out at, at the end. Yeah. Well, yeah. I bet on the Seahawks this week because of the fact that Russell Wilson is undefeated against the Minnesota Vikings with Kirk Cousins. So hopefully but where's the game? That. I believe it's in Minnesota. Oh, I'm not even worried about that. Kirk Cousins is uh, not a good quarterback in prime time. Anytime it's not a Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon game, he he struggles. I mean, look at this, look at his career. I think he's won like one or two games in prime time. Well, hey, I, I'm I'm gonna need I'm gonna need my boy to I'm gonna need my boy Russell Wilson to come through for me. I got another three hundred dollars on the line. But uh, shout out sure. to Cap for Life in the comments section and and Shake Money in the, in the comments section too as well. Um, what's up, fellas? I guess I guess first things first, Brighton. Like you know, what's your what's your, what's your thought process is regarding the loss to the Tennessee Titans? Because uh, I talked to a, quite a few Titans fans, they felt like 
if they didn't win this game, well, regardless, they felt robbed because the safety, the safety that the Titans should have had in, in the overtime and also the, the back of the end zone touchdown catch that they ruled incomplete for Julio Jones, I believe in the third quarter, they all felt mm-hmm. like that wasn't legitimate. So go ahead and go ahead and speak your mind as far as in regards Wait, to the Seahawks. I have be, be, before I, before you speak your mind, I got a question. Wasn't that a safety? Why why wasn't that a safety? I don't get why was that why was that not a safety? Uh that I mean I I, I don't know. I mean I don't know. I, I agree with you. I thought it was a safety as well. Okay, go ahead. I'm I sorry. Mean, speaking. No, 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 you're good. You're good. Uh I mean refs sometimes are just blind, in my opinion. I don't understand how <laughs> sometimes refs and, and some whether it's uh team analysts or broadcasts, or like, I don't know how some of these people have the the role they have when they sometimes are not speaking. I mean, they don't know the correct name of the player they're talking about, or the correct number, or the correct position. Or I mean, it's 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 just ridiculous. So, refs included with that. I don't know how you miss some easy easy calls. It just makes no sense. Yeah, but, I agree, uh, Cap. That was a safety. But but uh, but to the to the question from Devor. And welcome back, by the way. It's good to have you back on the show. Uh, Appreciate that, sir. I heard a lot uh, of nonsense last week, so, you know, I had to come <laughs> up on here, get it right. I also got a very special question for, for G, so brace Well, yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'll, I'll make mine quick because I can't wait for, for G to get a moment here on the floor to uh, speak his mind about uh, – I mean, I think DeVar already knows. So I, don't, I won't, I won't say too much here. Uh, but I know G wants to give it to him, so – Titans, uh, that was a tough game to watch at, at the end. I mean, I I don't understand, one, the offsides call, and then two, I mean, I just – sometimes the play calling to me is it, just baffling. It's like you you have one of the – in my opinion, I mean, it's debatable, but I don't really think – I mean, numbers speak for themselves. And Russell Wilson, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. I don't understand why you continue to not orient an offense more around him. Instead, you run, run on first and second, and then do a deep bomb play action. I mean, it just, it, it, it's crazy to me. Uh, well, we got a question here from Cap. Brighton, I got DK, but I'm playing it. Usually goes Russell and Lockett. Do you trust DK? Uh, yes, I always trust DK. I mean, in terms of him as a player, I mean, it's hard to bench him. His, his upside is way too high. So you definitely have to play him. But when you go to draft a player like him in terms of a, up and down. He's not always going to give you a, a good solid 10 to 12 points. He's going to have some weeks that he blows up and some weeks that he gets five. Uh, you have to construct your, the rest of your roster to be a little bit more safe so that you have stuff to balance it out. Uh, so I, so I, just, I got, a, DK I got a question. Most bench players. Yeah, go I got ahead. a question for you. Sorry to interrupt. Um, no, 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 so you're didn't. saying, based on what you're saying, the Seahawks lost because of the play calling? They weren't aggressive enough? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. I mean, the Seahawks lost because of the play. I mean, the performance. The play calling actually wasn't that bad in this game. I just mean in general. I just mean in general. Not not this game in, in, in particular. Um, but this game, the play was just bad. I mean, and Russell and Clear, I'm not saying he's always great. I mean, a lot of, even last year in the playoffs, I mean, he had some of the worst performances in the, down the stretch of the season. Some of the worst play I've seen from him. Um, but in general, I'm saying he's a, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Look at his look at his resume. I mean, it's, it's top of the top shelf. So, I mean, yeah, I agree. That, that okay, o- ultimatum question: As far as fantasy is concerned, DK or Lockett? 
Again, it depends. It actually it doesn't really depend. Yeah, DK all day. I mean, DK and Lockett are both similar players. Lockett, you're gonna have four four to six games where he is insane, and you're gonna have ten ten eight to ten games where he does nothing. I mean, ten to twelve games where he does nothing. So, and I mean, DK. So, so you telling me? Hold on, DK, real quick. So you, t- so you telling me he's floor. on the down slide right now? <laughs> no, 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 that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying go look at go look at his stats. Most of his stats come from four to six games, maybe in two to four games a year. I mean, the same thing like Amari Cooper, right? Go look at Amari Cooper. He's a top, he's he's a top twenty, top fifteen receiver, whatever it is in your in people's opinion, right? Go look at his numbers. Aside from last year, I'm pretty sure he's actually pretty consistent. But look at the years before that. He's got two games where he's got 200 yards receiving. He's got another two games where he's got 150. And then he's got seven or ten to twelve games where he's got four hundred yards, four, four to five hundred yards total. You know, so I mean, he's not a he's not a, a guy that's going to consistently go get you. Ten, I mean, he's not DeAndre Hopkins, right? He's not going to get eighty yards and a touchdown, or maybe not a touchdown, but he's just still going to get you eighty yards. You know, and seven to ten catches. I mean, he's not that type of guy in that offense. Lockett or DK, neither one of them are. So I would take DK all day. Okay, Plus, I, I would the agree. Talent, he, yeah. The talent, he, he, he's insane. So the height, weight, speed, the physicality, absurd. It, it doesn't yeah. even make sense. I mean, it just doesn't even make sense how you could be that big, that fast, and that strong, all in one mm-hmm. person. Like it's just, it's absurd to me. Uh, so his problem is he's not the most polished route runner, and he doesn't have the most short area quickness. But I mean, that could be. Look at Megatron. I mean, he didn't have the biggest route tree, and nor was he the most explosive. I mean, not he was explosive. I mean, not most short area quick. Right? I mean, like, so he DK can definitely yeah. evolve. Yeah. His comparison is Terrell Owens uh, from a lot of people just because of the body type. But I mean, I, I don't know. Terrell Owens is, is tough because Terrell Owens was was very quick as well. Yes, he was similar body. I mean, they have pretty much the same body. Uh, DK, I think, and, might be an inch or two taller. But T.O. did everything. He 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 route running. He he deep balled. He was physical. He ran across the middle. T.O. did everything. Like T.O. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, so, I mean, yeah. It's, not, it's not fair to T.O. to compare. I mean, again, D.K. can get there, and D.K. is a monster right. for being twenty-two or twenty-one, however old he is. But he's not the route runner. Nor I mean, he's not quite that type of player that T.O. was, and and even was at an early part of his career. So. I, before we move on, I did want to I did want to chime in as far as DK DK is concerned because I don't feel like he has the same aggr- runs with that same aggression as To like does. Like To To oh, ran with aggression. No. Uh, I think he does. I just think ain't, that ain't no, no debate there. He taking a hitch to the house. Wait, 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 wait. Listen, listen. What I'm saying no. is To he runs with that aggression. He's just not as talented and not as willing to route run as To and not willing to block and. Like he's not there yet, but he can get there. I think he runs with aggression. I think he does. I, I yeah, no, yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm I'm more in line with G here on this. I mean, I, I, in my opinion, I, when I say by by aggressive, is he's not gonna, in my opinion, go out and and cut your throat out like like a, like a To type would, right? Like that Kobe Bryant killer, right? I mean, mm-hmm. not that To is quite probably the killer of Kobe because nobody was, in my opinion. Don't get me wrong, I'm a Laker fan, so I'm biased, but. Uh, but that killer type instinct. I mean, T.O. would literally go cut your throat out and talk trash to you while he's doing it and continue to do it all game long. 
like with no. That's not DK. No, I mean DK is one that might dominate, but he's not. He's not going to go cut your throat out like it. Like in my, I mean, again, to what I've seen so far, it's not the type of guy he is. But in, in my right. opinion, I think he can. I think he can reach that. He has that potential. Oh yeah. Well, even if you you don't have to cut people's throat out to be insane, right? I mean, true. Like you look at again DeAndre Hopkins. You're gonna. I mean, he's he's not cutting the guy's throat. I mean, yeah, he might be aggressive and and, and physical with you and, and talk trash back, but he's not the. The Antonio Brown or the or the even the Heinz Ward type player that's going to get under your skin and just just thank you. Can you say Heinz Ward because this guy over here, this guy wait this because it's reversed. This guy over here doesn't like no but nothing Steelers nothing. Well, no, I mean Heinz, you you've got Heinz was one of the toughest, if not the toughest receiver in the NFL. He was the greatest run blocking wide receiver probably in in the game, especially one, especially a a like a a top receiver. Like I mean, Heinz Ward was a top twenty receiver pretty much his whole career. Maybe twenty five at some points of his career. Obviously, not I think at the that tail end. But. I, I think Steve Smith was Heinz Ward, but much better, much better. Remember Steve Smith, Panthers? Oh, oh, hundred percent. Steve Steve Smith yeah. was uh was was different than Heinz. I mean, Steve Smith was more of a receiver than Heinz Ward. I mean, he was definitely right, but he was way, tough, and way he better used to block too. Yeah. But yeah, he was definitely tough. he would go lay out linebacker. I mean, he was a mm-hmm. he was an animal. Question: Is <laughs> Heinz Ward in the Hall of Fame? Okay, okay, he, he should be. He should, should be. No, he, he should. He should. He got. It's a damn shame. The man got three Super Bowl rings, but ain't in the Hall of Fame. Hmm. That says something. That's that says something to me. That says, that's the, you don't know what they're doing over uh, up there in, in uh in Ohio. As, as far okay, so let me look at let me think about the two the top receivers of the two thousands. Randy Moss, excuse me, Tio's number one. Randy Moss is number two, and then you have Marvin Harrison. You will throw Randy, I mean uh, uh Reggie Wayne in there. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, and Quan Bolden, Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson, Andre, Chad no, Johnson. No, you don't put Anquan Bolden. No. Why not? What? You are what? tripping. Yeah, yes. you're tripping. You're tripping. Are, are, you, are, you, are you going in order? Or are you just saying you you just saying names? Yeah, you no, you can't order? be going in order. But but he's it's not in order. But I'm just giving. Okay, I'm about yeah, to give. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm giving okay. you ten. Well, okay. To is number one, regardless. So that's in order. To over Randy Moss. Yes. I don't, I don't, I don't respect players who say I play who I, when I want to play. I don't respect players who say stuff like that. I can't, I, I, I can't. I get I, I can't you. Okay. When Randy Moss played, when he played, he was amazing. No, no. Any, no I'm, any, not, I'm, not, I'm not even saying you're wrong. I'm just saying there's a debate there. No, there's a debate. Randy no, Moss. There's no debate. There's no debate. There is. There is no debate. Everywhere okay. Tio has went, he has been an All Pro. Everywhere. Yeah. Randy Moss. Yeah, but, not so much. I don't want to hear nothing. There's no Rand, debate. Rand, Randy Moss was le- Randy Moss was legendary, man. You got to. I don't come care on, if he's legendary or not. Yeah. You don't tell me you'll okay, play yeah. when you want to play. That's dead. He is not. Okay, he is but, not better than Tio. Okay, the the one thing that I just have a problem with is you can say a guy doesn't want to play. At least he, at least he says I don't want to play, and he tells them that. I mean, yes, it was in the middle of the game at some points with Oakland and whatever, <laughs> but. I'm not. I'm not trying to defend that. Yes, you need to play. You need, regardless of if you like the situation, whatever. You have a contract that you need to abide by. You need to play. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. Right. Like that. I'm just saying, the the guys that get like nicked and hurt and miss time all of the time, 
the guy that I, I apologize if you ever see this for the amount that I might give you on this show. Okay. But Danilo Gallinari for, I, I cannot understand a guy like that, <laughs> that he missed like 60 games with a strained glute. I like that, that just in my head, I can never get over it. He has a strained ass cheek, excuse my language, but and he misses <laughs> 60 games. So like, that's the thing that, that irritates me when people don't give credit or not, not don't give credit, but, but don't talk about that in the same effect of somebody like in a Randy Moss situation saying, I'm not playing because you're still, even if you're injured, whatever you want to say, you're still not available for your team, just like in a Randy Moss situation. But I, I am with G on this one all day. I definitely take Randy Moss. I'm not saying Terrell Owens isn't, Terrell Owens might be even a more well-rounded wide receiver. Don't get me wrong. Like Randy Moss was more of the deep threat kind of guy, but the way that Randy Moss could take over a game, mm-hmm. there's, there's very few receivers like that in the NFL. Yes, Terry or Terry Holt, Jesus. I was going to say Terry Holt, but that's not even who. Terrell Owens can take over a game too, but not in the way that Randy, I mean, Randy Moss literally just dominated receiver by jumping over two, two defenders, a safety in a corner, maybe two safeties in a corner, scores the touchdown, and just gets at your morale and your soul and just So, so, so basically, I, I, in I just – I just want to say that I hear what you're saying, DeVore. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm not even picking Randy Moss no, over T.O. All I'm saying is that who impacted the game more? T.O. Who? No, he did not. He didn't. Randy, come T.O. on, man. If, if you if you were born between 1990 and 93 or 94, you when you bombed somebody, what they used to say? They didn't say you T.O. Randy they Moss said you lost them. Randy we, we Moss. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Randy Moss was a generational y'all just, talent. Y'all just, y'all just, wait, y'all just rambled. Y'all just rambled about blocking. Randy Moss does not block. So no, don't even bring not, that to the table right now. Okay, T.O. doesn't block. We didn't get to Randy Moss. He was one oh, of the best blocking on. receivers. What are we no, talking about? It's great, but come on. That's not – come on, man. That's he not, that's not, not an impact of the to the game. Theo ran every single route, and he was threatened to take it to the house every single time. Every time. Okay. Randy yeah, Moss, but, you but get Randy one Moss, route. Come on, man. That's it. You ain't see Randy go, Moss go yeah, across the But that one route was great. Oh, come no, on. Divorce. I'm not giving you that. Come on, Devore. Look at their numbers. They're similar. They're very similar. So what, that that's not my. That wasn't my. Look at the, who who has better. You could say similar, but who's more in every category? Just about. It's even. It's not even. Okay, okay you know you're what? gonna tell me. Gonna, a, gonna tell me a, Google, Google it up. Yeah. Google it up. Yeah. <laughs> Google Go ahead with up. the next topic. Go ahead with the next. Okay. Topic. Google it up. All right. Like no. So, like no. Come on. Come on. I got it right here. Terrell Owens. Total receptions, 1,078, 16,000 yards, we'll call it, and 153 touchdowns, okay? Let's look at Randy Moss here. 982, so he's got – oh, geez, I actually need to close my mouth. Yeah, you do, because I look at it every day. I know. Career-wise, career-wise, he's actually a little bit higher, but he played in more seasons. Eight, three, Who played two, more seasons? Uh, Randy Moss, right? Eight, four, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Randy Moss has more receptions. Got... What about touchdowns? No, 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 no. He doesn't. He doesn't. He has. He has. 
I gotta give T.O. a little bit more credit here. Devor, Devor made me eat my words here. I apologize. Hey, I'm a I'm so, a no, no, diehard no. T.O. So, fan. So, Last night so look, I was just so watching some T.O. highlights. Two hundred nineteen <laughs> games to two hundred eighteen games, right? Uh, T.O.'s got a thousand seventy eight to nine eighty two in catches, so about a hundred more. Right. He's got about seven hundred more yards, sixteen thousand to thirteen fifteen three. And then T, uh, Randy Moss has got three more touchdowns, 156 to 153. Moss has so one, uh, more one, yards one per yeah. reception as well. Uh, Moss what has 15.6. Oh, yeah, okay. What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Three, so three more touchdowns, but T.O. has more yards and more receptions. But look at, look, at, look at this year. I mean, I'm just saying. 98 catches, 1,500 yards, 23 touchdowns. Like, there's nothing – there's not a receiver – yes, don't get me wrong, that was with Brady, but, like, there's not a receiver in the NFL, really, that puts up 23 touchdowns in a year. Give give T.O. Give T.O. Tom Brady, yeah. Brighton. Give T.O. Tom Brady. Let's see what happens. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. I'm not a big fan. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of any either of the Red Rockets, uh, Palmer, nor Dalton. I mean, I don't think he even really – played with Dalton too much but I'm, I'm not a I'm not a fan of or not Dalton excuse me I'm not a fan of uh, Donovan McNabb not the Red Rockets excuse me or uh, Jeff Garcia really so uh, he did he didn't have he didn't have the, the best quarterbacks but even even look what he did with Dante Culpepper it's not like he didn't put up numbers I mean 1400 yards 15 touchdowns his rookie year he put up 1317 touchdowns 1400 Randall Cunningham Randall Cunningham a Hall of Famer Wait, so hold on. Wait, wait. The way, the way that you're sounding, it's, you're, you're sounding like T.O. is way above Randy Moss. They're not – they're they're like right it's, there. It's neck and neck. It's no, neck no, and neck. No, no, right that, there. Those, those were Randy Moss's numbers, not not T.O.'s. His rookie his rookie year, he put up 1,300 yards and 17 touchdowns, 1,411, 1,415. I mean, he, he, he dominated early. And the touchdown numbers that he put up with – the, the the way that he could dominate not only as a deep threat but even in the in the red zone area when needed. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just his catch radius, the the one handed before the Odell, it was it was the Randy. I mean, the Moss. I mean, the, the, the Moss. The one handed grab, yeah. the mm-hmm. the crazy catches in the back of the end zone. I mean, that was all Moss. He, he made it, it exciting Moss. to watch, but but. But T.O. did everything. He did everything. He ran across Third the middle. Ran routes. Yeah, that's what I mean. T.O. Third was definitely more complete player. T.O. T.O. If you need, if you, if you need, if you need a post route, if you need a post route, give it to T.O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need, you need a short route. Yes, T.O. All day. But you, who, who am I going to pick at the start of the game? Randy Moss. Who am oh, I going to pick? Moss, definitely. Who am I going to pick if I need a touchdown and it's two minutes to go? Randy Moss. Who am I going to – I mean – You never know if Randy Moss going to run half speed on that play. Yeah, okay. And he's still he still, he still is a Hall of Famer. Stop it, man. Come on. Well, yeah, Shouldn't have been a but, first ballot if you ask me, but, hey, I ain't in there to make see, it. Now, see, now, see, now you're taking too far. You're taking it too far. You're taking, you're taking I ain't taking it too no. far. I ain't taking it too far. far. Let's be a real. Yeah. He should have been a, whole, one, a first ballot Hall of Famer. Look, I don't need to jump too – Come on. I'm not trying to jump too much off here, but this should go as a serving point for – be like Randy Moss is proof when he had Brady, who's a who's a person who's going to hold everybody accountable and not mess around. That when somebody who has talent can get the discipline side of things and actually put the work in 
they can put up insane results. Look at, again, they broke almost every record that was out when they played together because Brady, again, held Moss accountable and forced him to put the work in, learn the playbook, learn the plays, run the plays, run the plays, put the, go to where, I mean, put in the work to get where we want to be. <laughs> and if he could have had that his whole career, I mean, again, most great, great players have the internal discipline, but he was so talented. And again, I'm not trying to compare, I'm not trying to still fight the T.O. case. Again, T.O. was a more well, well, well-rounded player, but the, the just supreme talent that Randy Moss had to be able to overcome all of the discipline issues. He used to say at Marshall that he would drink and smoke and, and, and do all of this stuff before games, in the middle of games, and he still went out and broke, I mean, insane records. He scored touchdowns. You know what? You, like you know what's a good comparison? You know what's a good comparison to Randy Moss? Shaq. Yeah. If Shaq, yes. if Shaq yes. was was more healthy and he was already dominant yeah. as it is, but if he was more healthy, if he stopped eating McDonald's and wasn't as fat, the Lakers could have won maybe six in a row. You just never know. That's a good comparison. Shaq, you it, know, he, he, was, he was here's great. my here's my counter he argument. So to that. That he Shaq was to, a little bit more dominant. Be, Shaq was a little bit more dominant just because of the fact that it was only five players and he could control offense and defense, right? I mean, so true, in, true, in, true. In, in the in the style or the game, and he was more of a of a force than than Randy. I'm not saying to disrespect Moss at all, but just because there was again five players on the court and you play offense and defense, and he could dominate mm-hmm. on both ends. That I mean, that's the only thing. Shaq was just insanely dominant. Go ahead, Devon. He, he could have been better, though. He could have been better. This oh, is absolutely. my this is absolutely. my counter argument. To learned how to play the wide receiver position in college. He didn't come in. He wasn't playing football in high school until like his senior year. So he was learning how to play the wide receiver position basically during the, during college. So if he was to take football seriously at that point, we don't know what kind of T.O. we would have gotten. Well, that's true. But there's that's all, true. there was also that's issues true. with T.O. and his um, – don't nah, do I don't that. agree. I, don't but listen, do wait. Don't do that. You have to say Randy it. I don't Moss agree got with the issues it. Too. Randy but Moss listen. got the issues too. Okay, but if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about Randy Moss issues, you gotta talk about To. Yeah, I didn't bring it up. Issues. I didn't bring it up. You brought it up. He had he had locker room issues, and I think that held him back a lot a lot as well as far as uh, To's uh, production on on the field. Allegations, objection. <laughs> hey, Kobe allegations. Had, Kobe has some allegations. Too. I mean, allegations. A lot, of, a lot of a lot of players got allegations, right? I mean, true, true. And a lot of players have situations that they gotta overcome that were crazy or or things that they gotta overcome. You got I, shake, uh, yeah, shake, shake here made a point. Mm-hmm. Go go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say uh, just like Akeem Olajuwon was more well rounded than than Shaq, yeah, but he wasn't as yeah. dominant. You're right. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, that's a similar. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's in, in a basketball compare. That's perfect. Yeah. I mean, thank you. Thank you for that, that comment, Shay. I mean, perfect example. I mean, yes. Who, if you, I mean, I can't think of a basketball analogy in terms of why, who, when I would want Hakeem over Shaq, maybe in a, in a defensive, like a hustle style situation. I, mean, I don't know, but uh, that's a perfect analogy to what the point we were trying to make with Randy Moss is just more dominant in, in a game. I mean, Terrell Owens, again, more well rounded. Yes, to your point, he's a better bar. I'm not saying he's a, I disagree with your point that he was a top. Uh, run blocker as a wide receiver. I mean, he was he was a, a, a above average or a good, maybe run blocker, but he was not a, a Heinz Ward level one. I mean, run blocker as a wide receiver. But well, we all no, know who no, in the Hall of Fame no is Heinz in the Hall of Fame. Well, Terrell Owens was way, way, 
I'm not saying Hines is and uh back to I mean don't get me wrong, I, I don't think Hines and, and, and G, I know you're just gonna disagree with this and probably hate me because uh, I was on I was on the Steelers band or gave up you know, brought up the Heinz point, but I don't think Heinz should be in the Hall of Fame. I mean most most years he was not the the number one one option, right? I mean he was the the maybe one A. That was like it's like a Reggie Wayne, Marvin Harrison as Reggie Wayne got a little bit older style situation, right? I mean he always had a San Antonio Holmes or a Plaxico Burris or somebody there that helped take pressure. And he was never a guy that demand. I mean, he was never Antonio Brown, right? He wasn't going to go get 12 targets, 10 catches, 180 yards and two touchdowns on, on a guy. And, and, his, and later in his career, career, yes. Later in his career. When, no, he's a, he's a Dennis Robman. He's a Dennis Robman. That's what he is, a Dennis Robman. Hey, listen. That's not disrespectful. Uh, I think he's Dennis more. Robin I think is one he's, of the great, greatest players ever. Yes, I think. I don't think. He, I think he's more of a of a like fifty percent of Scotty Pippen. I'm not saying like he's more of a Scotty Pippen style. He's your Rob. He's he's your Robin, but he's not the quarterback's Robin that most people have. You know, he's not your DeAndre Hopkins to Kyler Murray or your Devontae Adams to, well, to both of you. you know. The both of no, you, the I, disrespect. Nope, you shouldn't I, even be. That I dude should not even be mentioning T.O.'s. I think Hines is great. He should be in the Steelers Hall of Fame, but he was not. <laughs> That's all you need. Steelers Hall of not, Fame, but your number don't get retired. That's what you deserve. No, no he was not a. He was not a. In my opinion, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not judge ju- judging jury, but in in my jury opinion, he is certainly not a Hall of Famer. And I don't think I don't think his numbers show that he is a Hall of Famer. His numbers show. I mean, his game shows, excuse me, way more than the numbers because, again, he's, in my opinion, the model wide receiver blocker. But he he's not the dominant wide receiver that you you need to be to be the, in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's not Jerry Rice. He's not. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's, yeah, he's not. He's not. But sorry, I don't, we we've got way off topic here. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Pete in the comment section. Before we actually get to our our, our bets and predictions, I did want to um, bring back up. We just re, we just y'all just introduced the I don't, segment I don't last week. Sorry, before we I, I don't come on, Cap. But let's be real here. Santonio San Holmes in the Hall of Fame. Come on, <laughs> come on, my man. Nah, nah. All right, all right. Go 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 ahead, Devore. Go ahead. All right, so uh, it was. It was birthed last week, the, the hate or play segment. So I'm gonna go ahead, just 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 a brief, just a brief description of the hater play. Who is on the downside slide as far as the NFL player is concerned? That's the hate. And as far as the play, who is not getting enough credit as they should as they should deserve? Excuse me. So I'm gonna go ahead and start with my hate. And my hate. Is gonna go to Jameis Winston. Two two, inter, two interceptions. Two interceptions this past week again versus the Carolina Panthers. That is my hate and my play. Excuse me. Forgot the forgot the segment HUD. And my play. Damn. Who should be my play? Hollywood Brown. Hmm. Two t- a touch two touchdowns last week versus the Kansas City Chiefs. You're giving credit to a Baltimore Raven guy. Cool. 
Yeah, I am. And I want you to I want you to admit what you said when we had the watch party Sunday evening about Lamar Jackson after he threw that second pick. What what did I what did I say? Oh, oh wait. Huh? <laughs> so, I, 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 so I said that he overthrows. He, he's not good accurate downfield. He's overthrowing a lot of plays. <laughs> okay. I just wanted you to say that all here. But go ahead with your hater play. Uh Brian, you go first. Actually, you know what? I'll go first. I'll go first. So my play, and it's going to be crazy, but I mean, oh, the man is what, 45 years old? And he's still doing it? Tom Brady looks good as ever. He still looks great. That team, I thought the Rams were wait a minute, favorite, wait a and they probably still are. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Go, go before, ahead. Go before ahead. you continue, you said your play is Tom Brady. Yeah. He played against the Dallas Cowboys defense, which was ranked to be bottom five in the league. He played against the Atlanta Falcons defense that was ranked to be bottom five in the league. That's all I'm going to say. I'll just let, go ahead. Continue. With you. But listen, it's, 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 it's based off age. It's based off age and attrition and how long he's been in the game and how, how great he has been, you know, since he's been in the game. I mean, like it's been what, 20 years, over 20 years and he's still great. So that's my play. As far as my hate, I don't know. I don't know if I – oh, yeah, Big Ben. Dude, just just, just retire, dude. Like you – and I love Big Ben. He was great for the Steelers, obviously, but he's done. Like he, he just can't play anymore. And it's because of his injuries and all, all, all the attrition on his body, getting hit all those years. Like, And I, I'm not even trying to hate on, on Big Ben. I just think that he's done. I really think that he's done. I think they should put – you can't go with uh, Rudolph. Uh, you put Haskins in, and you see where he can do for you. Because I don't think Big Ben can last the rest of the season. He he's he looks real bad, man. It's not even funny. He's like he just it's sad actually. But we'll see. Yeah, Big Ben is done. Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, certainly agree with both your points there, G. I mean, I every year and and shout out to Blevins if he ever uh if he ever watches this episode here he uh made a bet going into a fantasy into my fantasy with a totally different scoring format than standard leagues where quarterbacks score in the neighborhood of 35 to 50 usually so it's a totally different type of scoring format but made a bet with him in our fantasy with our fantasy team ending points because he drafted Tom Brady and every single year I get wrong about Brady uh for the last 3 4 years like he's thinking he's done but everybody wants to talk about LeBron James as a as the most athletic marvel. I think when we talk about underrated and and not spoken about, it's it's Tom Brady's athleticism. The dude is forty four or forty five, you know, gonna be seven hundred before he retires, and is slinging the ball. He's got the most passing yards I think of his career through the first two games this year. Yes, to your point, Devore, he's playing the Cowboys and he's play. I mean. The defenses he's played are not top shelf. I'm not trying to say that. But the dude is 44, 45. We're talking about, like, the end of Brett Favre. He, I mean, he, he's throwing the ball insane. I mean, we haven't seen a quarterback like this. Again, Brett Favre was, like, probably 42 or 43 the last year that he had decent when he was with Minnesota, I think. Um, mm-hmm. On the Jets, he was not the same player. I mean, he guess he didn't have weapons around him, but he was not the same player. So, I mean – what Tom Brady's doing and can do is ridiculous. And then I agree, Big Ben's done. Uh, but my hater plays are uh, CEH. I hate uh, – my hate is CEH. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Slayer, the running back for the 
Kansas City Chiefs. Not even so much that I hate him as a player. Uh, my vision for him, I thought he was going to just have way higher stuff. And this is more related to fantasy than than real life, most likely. I mean, he he. It's not that he can't do. He's not doing well in real life. It's just that his numbers do not show that he's doing anything really. And it's like Kansas City just doesn't have a. He's playing th- all three downs. He has the role that you need. His numbers are. He's just not putting up the dominant performances that I thought he would coming out of LSU. Uh, he was never the quickest guy. He was never the fastest guy. But he was. Or he was never the fastest guy. Excuse me. But he was quick enough, and he was bulky enough, and and had great uh, balance that I thought he could still do really well in the NFL. Uh, and he just hasn't to, for whatever reason. I mean, he just, he just has not, he just has not been well at all. Sh- um, shout out to Jonathan in the chat. And, um, Cap just said last time I heard can't fix old Brady he won three more rings. This guy over here, our great producer leader, you know, doesn't like, you don't, you don't give Brady any credit for, what I'm saying is his longevity, just like LeBron, the longevity has how long they've been great. That's what you got to respect. The longevity of, of Brady and LeBron and players that are able to stay long and be great at, 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 at as long as they have been. I don't understand why you don't respect that. That's what I'm talking about. Forget yeah. about the defense. The fact that he's 45, 44, and he's still playing great. That's what you got to respect, Devore. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a hundred percent. Interviewing with that, just the age and the ability to dominate. Uh, but my 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 plays or my my play, it is I and I said plays because it is two people for the pretty much the same reason. Um, and numbers wise, it's not backing it up so far. But when you're watching the games, it shows it. Carson Wentz and and Saquon, uh, their ability to bounce back and from their injuries, from all of the crazy stuff that happened with Wentz just in general last year, just their ability to bounce back and Wentz. Last week, he did not look necessarily the greatest, but week one against us, yes, they lost. But And his numbers, again, don't show that he looked – his numbers are, are not great. I'm not trying to say they are. But his command of the offense and his ability to, to run it, I think I said this last week even on the show, was just very surprising with the amount of time that he missed. And then Saquon, yes, he had a good 41-yard run last week, and that might be part of the, the bias or part of the reasoning behind it. But even if you take out that run – one, he played 84% of the snaps, which is almost a double of, of last week. And then two, he's doing the little Saquon dance. Uh, he's not fully doing it yet, but where he's trying to shake and bake players where he wasn't really, or, or excuse me, where he's really uh, trusting the knee. Like you can see that he's trusting it, uh, doing a little dance. But I think by about week eight, he'll be back. I don't think he's fully healthy yet, and I don't think he, he's going to be insane probably even this year. But I think he, sh- if he doesn't get hurt again, which is, again, not, not a guarantee, especially after he got hurt twice already, uh, I think he, he by about week eight, he'll be back to maybe the Saquon of old. Their line still is bad, so I don't think his numbers are going to be great. But just the explosiveness and the, and the dancing and the strength and the big plays I think will be there. And then again, Wentz, just for the ability to, to bounce back with a new team, the whole situation that happened last year, Hurt stealing his job. He got uh, hurt, benched by the coach. I mean, I think the reason why Peterson got fired in the first place was because of a rift with Wentz. And then they both end up, you know, leaving Philadelphia. And it can't be easy for the mental situation, you know, of, of, a, of a player, especially somebody who's at least been quoted in the news 
as much as being an arrogant person, getting destroyed mm-hmm. on a confidence side where a rookie comes in, steals your job after a coach gets fired because he wanted to do things one way that you didn't. Or, again, that's the news. I don't know the background, but that's the news. I don't know the guaranteed situation, but that's the news. And then you get kicked off. And that, that, again, bouncing back from that situation with very little time and, and doing what he did. I, I agree with you. The bounce back, not, not not only physically from the injury, but bounce back mentally. So, yeah, I agree. Because yes. I, was, I was just going to get on you about – you picking two guys on two teams that are zero and two, but then when you explain that, I was like, okay, not so much Barkley, but Wentz. Okay, I get it. But again, yeah, well, the, their their teams are zero and two, so. Well, yeah, and I don't mean it in a again owning the or uh, coming back and dominating the situation or playing them as in winning, making your team win. But I just think their ability to bounce back from those situations make me believe they're on the uptrend, both in a fantasy type situation as well as in real life. I agree with with your own wins, yeah. yeah. Before we move on to our our predictions and bets, back to Tom Brady. I'm oh, so glad. Go. I'm so glad Peyton Manning came out and made the comment that he made about the the fact that his locker might have been bugged by the New England Patriots. <laughs> People just seem to forget about Spygate, the Flategate, and all the <laughs> gates that happen coming out of New England. But anyway, we're gonna go ahead and move on to our NFL bets and predictions. Kicking it off with tomorrow's game, the Thursday night game, the Carolina Panthers at the Houston Texans. And the Carolina Panthers are the seven-and-a-half favorite right now. Um, right too now, much because Texans have been, been looking real good the last two games. Not so sure. But with the Houston Texans, <laughs> the quarterback position is definitely in question. We don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson. Tyrod Taylor is hurt with the, with the thigh injury. So it's going to come down to Davis Mills, and they just activated Jeff Driscoll from the practice squad. Oh, with the Carolina Panthers, they have been extremely dominant. They are currently sitting at 2-0 right now, taking down the New York Jets and, excuse me, the New Orleans Saints. So, with that being said, where are we going with this game, gentlemen? Carolina, money line, just straight up. No no, uh, no over, under, no points. I'm just going Carolina's going to win the game. Uh, that's an expensive bet, my man. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, for me, I, uh, in a, in a betting situation, I would want to do a, if, the, if you can get the sweetheart deal that, that some player that some, uh, sites do, or some locations have with a, with a 10 point teaser, um, I would try to do that, uh, on the Texans, um, or even the over, um, on the, again, a 10 point sweetheart or, or even a 13 point, if you're real confident in the other three plays that you can get it, get down a 13 point teaser. I do think Carolina, even in a, even on the spread, um, I would take Carolina in this situation. Uh, I would even take Carolina with Tyrod starting. Um, Sam Darnold was actually going to be my play before I decided to talk about the, the mental inspiration and just the coming back from an injury inspiration and, and Saquon for my plays. It was going to be Sam Darnold. Um, I don't think he's been – I don't think he's ever probably going to be a number one quarterback. He's Mahomes, right? But I don't think he's as bad as people made him out to be. The Jets mm-hmm. did absolutely nothing for him. I mean, I gave Aaron, uh, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers some crap last week or two – a couple weeks ago for them never helping him. But they literally did nothing for Sam Donald. Uh, and then they immediately draft a guy – Sign Corey Davis. Sign another guy. You know, draft Elijah Moore high. Draft Corey Day or uh, draft Elijah Moore high. Sign Corey Davis. Sign um, the 
uh, I can't remember the other guy's name, but they signed another guy, receiver, right away, win got weapons, right? But gave Darnold nothing. Yes, it's a new coach, it's new everything, but then he goes to Carolina. They have DJ Moore, they have Robbie Anderson. I mean, they have a, a, a loaded, Christian McCaffrey, I mean, they have a loaded situation. So he doesn't need to do too much. He needs to be, uh, you know, a, a little bit better than Alex Smith in that spot. Yes, <laughs> they need a better defense. I'm not saying they can win a championship with that roster, but. Uh, in that offense, he doesn't need to be too much. I mean, he needs to be a little bit more than Alex Smith, and he is. He's as athletic, if not more, than Alex Smith. He doesn't credit for that. He's not as accurate or as smart, on the, on, you know, and he's way way more aggressive without the uh, mentality, so he makes way more mistakes. But uh, I'd definitely take Carolina in this situation. Try to tease it down, but if not, I'd still take Carolina, even with Texans at home. Quarterback situation makes this an easy play with Carolina. Tyrod's not in the game. Davis Mills and – Jeff Driscoll are your answers. You definitely want to take the other team. You don't think the Houston Texans can cover the seven and a half? Uh, no, I would try to buy it down to six and a half. Most places will allow you to do that. You might just have to pay minus one fifty instead of the one ten or whatever. It's at a, at seven and a half, but I would do that to, to cover yourself on a touchdown. But I think even worst case scenario, I mean, I do think Carolina beats them by fourteen, ten, 10 to fourteen, in my opinion, mm. at a minimum. You know, I don't. I don't see how they keep up. I mean, Driscoll is a little bit athletic. I don't know too much about Mills. Uh, I know he's not a rocket arm, and I know he's not super athletic. But I know Driscoll can move a little bit from his time at Florida and uh, whatever the other college he went to in Florida. Um, but they're, they're not. They're not going to be able to keep up. They already are quitting with Watson not playing. They their roster's not good enough to compete even with Watson. He carried them to the four wins they had last year. But they they're surprising. Don't get me wrong. They're they're playing yeah. way way. They're playing with the heart. Players. They got heart. They may not have yeah, the talent, yeah. but they're playing with heart. Yeah, yeah but heart are. can only get yeah. you so far. If the other team's got heart and talent, then you're you're never going to stack up. If the other team's just got talent but no heart, you got a shot. But if the other mm-hmm. team's got both, you don't you're not going to stand a chance. I yeah. hear you. So we all on board with the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. so Next up, we have the Arizona Cardinals at the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Arizona Cardinals are seven and a half point favorites. Um, Kyler Murray for the Arizona Cardinals has kicked off the season with a phenomenal start. I believe averaging at least three touchdowns a game. So mm-hmm. either with the through the air or on the ground. Now the Jacksonville Jaguars, I feel they are in limbo right now, trying to figure out what their identity is. Uh, Trevor Lawrence currently right now. Not off to the, the greatest of starts. Uh, they're struggling to find a way to run the football. It's it's just a mess in Jacksonville. But and that I, I believe seven point five. I'm sorry, I believe seven point five is too low. I think they can easily win by 14, 14 points. Maybe even I would go as far as saying this might be a blowout. I don't see this close at all. The Cardinals' offense is very potent, and their defense is great. Jacksonville is just a complete. Disaster, at least right now. I think they can eventually turn it around, but it's not going to happen this week. 7.5 is too low, but, you know, it's a safe bet. So, yeah, Car- uh, sorry, I keep saying Carolina. Arizona Cardinals, easy. Yeah, for me, I'm uh, – <laughs> I-, I stay away from this one, um, personally. <laughs> I do think I do think the Cardinals do easily cover, but I still don't know enough about Urban Meyer myself to put my money at risk. Uh, he was very potent at everywhere he was as an as a offense. 
Um, my lean on this game in general would be the under, but again, I want to stay away just because I don't know enough about Meyer. Um, Arizona's defense does not get enough credit. Everybody wants to talk about, I mean, again, Murray has been insane all year and DeAndre Hopkins is ridiculous. I mean, they have weapons, so I get why the defense isn't talked about, but their defense is ridiculous. I mean, Isaiah Thomas has been insane. They have Buda Baker, who's ridiculous. The, the rookie or, or second year player that they got, um, uh, Collins, Zayvon Collins. Uh, I mean, their, their defense is loaded. So, mm-hmm. and that's not even talking about their outside, you know, boundary weapons with, with uh, Murphy, uh, Murphy Bunting and um, uh, whoever they got on the other side. It's not Peterson anymore, but whoever they got on the other side. I mean, they're, they're just loaded. They're loaded with weapons. So I do think Cardinals win. I lean under on the 52, but I just personally, I don't, I don't know enough about Urban Meyer. Most college coaches don't make it in the NFL. I don't. I mean, even Nick Saban, one of the greatest NFL or excuse me, uh, college coaches in the game of, of history, uh, was not a good NFL coach. It's just a different style. You got to treat a man different than you treat a, a, a college man or a young man. Um, it's just a totally different style. But I just I love Urban Meyer. I'm a huge Florida fan, so part of me is a little bit biased, just thinking he's going to figure it out and their offense is going to be ridiculous. And I don't trust the Cardinals. Every, every time I bet on them, they just screw me over. Even if they win, they don't cover or even, or, or I'll take a first half bet and, and they, and they just get dominated in the first half. I just, I can't, I can't do it. I love Kyler Murray. I love DeAndre Hopkins. I love Isaiah I'm, Simmons. I'm, I'm laughing. Baker, the reason why I'm laughing is because uh, this guy picks the Cardinals. Apparently, according to Banks, every year they win a division and they always fold towards the end oh, of the year. I picked, the, I picked the Niners. I picked the Niners a couple of years ago to go win a division. And guess what? They went to the Super Bowl. So don't listen to Banks. Hey, 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 DeVore. First of all, I don't want to talk about 2018 when we're in 2021. What happened in 19 and 20? Who'd you pick then to win the division? Don't bring something up that was three years ago and say, <laughs> oh, hey, remember that one time when you've been making predictions every year. I didn't, I didn't pick. Year, so I didn't pick. I, you know what? I picked the Seahawks. <laughs> I picked the Seahawks. So now. I picked the Seahawks last year. Hey, well, that's my man. I'll stop giving you shit then. Hey, hey there you go. Hey. Hey. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I know. Hey, I know. But I'm just saying, this year I took the Arizona Cardinals. This is this is the year of the of the Red Bird. I don't know. We'll see. Know. That division is wide open. Anybody could, anybody could win that division. Yeah, I mean, I might have to. To give it just a shout out, even though it, it, it hurts my soul to say this, especially on on camera. Uh, but I might have to give a shout out to my man Jerron and, and say I think I think the Rams are the favorite. Uh, that they were already so good, their defense is ridiculous, and then they added Matthew Stafford, who gives them a totally different element. So I think them and the Niners. I think the Niners get Trey Lance in the game, and he he's smart and figures it out and doesn't need too much time or too much massaging or managing. I think they're elite too. The Seahawks, you, you know me, what? But they, they just aren't dynamic enough on the play calling. Go ahead. You know what? Before we get to the next uh, the next game, I I think because you know there's seven teams that can make the playoffs since last year since they changed the rules. I yeah. think you can see three teams from that Absolutely. division make the playoffs. Absolutely. Yep. I, I I think yeah you can. There's a possibility it can happen. Yep. It can happen. I think it has you can happened. See them all. It's happened before before the seven the seven teams in, in the playoffs. It's, it's happened think- many times. Yeah, I think you could see them again if the if the Niners cannot get it bit by the injury bug again. Uh, I think you could see all of the teams end five hundred or above. 
as well, or, or very close to 500 or above, sure. all four teams. So you're, you're definitely going to see a minimum of, not a minimum, excuse me, a, a very decent shot at three of them being, and minimum of two of them being, but a decent shot at three of them being in the, in the playoffs. Yeah. Here's, here's going to be my soccer pick. The Vikings are going to be that 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 third team, the wild card team. Yeah. Justin Jefferson's an animal, man. I mean Thielen, Dalvin Thielen. Cook, Kirk Cousins who's their, look good. Who's their quarterback? Actually. Who's their quarterback? Kirk Cousins look Kirk good. Cousins. Okay, exactly. I Kirk Cousins look good. That's all you gotta say. Kirk Cousins. That's all you gotta say. I'm a hater. Before, you you go ahead, man. Go, you you no, just no, no, like no, no, mediocre no. players. I don't get it. Yeah, Devore, you have to remember, <laughs> even if they get close or even if they get into the playoffs by some miracle, okay, they get into the playoffs, every game in the playoffs is prime time. So they will lose the wild card round because they're definitely not getting earning a bye week. They're definitely going to be in the wild card. So they're going to lose week one, even if the first week of the playoffs, even if they make it, because Cousins is a choke artist. He cannot. Oh, wait a minute. That's not the conversation. The conversation is, are they going to the playoffs? They're not. No. They're not. They're not. No. No. I'm just saying, if they by some miracle do, they're out right away. That's all I'm saying. The safe bet is three teams from the NFC West will make the playoffs before Minnesota does. This is my opinion. You're you're tripping. Next pick. Oh, wait. (laughs) Wait, hold up, real, real quick. I think we missed some of these, uh, these comments here. Well, no, the uh, last one was this. Uh, my hate, my hate of the week is. Did we talk about? Did we give credit to all these other ones? I just didn't know that in here. He said, uh, "Cooper Cup is on roids." I'm assuming, and he's on. He's playing. He's <laughs> on the team that he's about to play in his fantasy league. And Shake Shake said, uh, right. "Rams if quarterback stays healthy." But I think he's saying if they yeah. if he stays healthy, they win a the division. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Next yeah. next next one. All right, so we have the Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans. The Titans are the favorite again because last week they weren't the favorite, but a favorite by five and a half points uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. Carson Wentz's status is in question because of the fact he has two ankle sprains on both feet. So, and also receiving, also uh, Pasco's injured as well, along with T.Y. Hilton out for the season. So, with that being said. With the Tennessee Titans, defense is definitely a question mark. Um, mm-hmm. Last week, they bounced back from a terrible week one loss versus the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, ended up beating the, um, excuse me, the Seattle Seahawks in overtime. So who ends up coming out on top between the upset up, division upset, riders? Upset pick. I'm going with upset pick. I got the Colts. Uh, I got a, I got a, Completely disagree with G on this one. Uh, I think the the win against the Seahawks uh, definitely is going to give them confidence. Um, I think they might uh, realize the identity. Right? I mean, getting Julio, I think, confused them. They had Julio and AJ Brown, two elite weapons, uh, and they they didn't know what to do. They still had Henry, but they just didn't know what to do with the offense. But I think last week, obviously, Henry's your engine, and the other guys eat when they can. Um, I think this week, because the Colts do have a very good defense led by Darius Leonard uh, to stop the run, I mean, I do think this week you're going to see one of Julio or A.J. Brown pop off in a big way uh, if the Titans do win um, and and cover the five-and-a-half spread here. Uh, But I do think the Titans, especially at home after the big win against the Seahawks, I think it gives them a lot of confidence. 
the reason why I'm picking the Colts is because they're 0 and 2. They're going to be motivated. They don't want to go down 0 and 3. I think if Wentz plays, because I agree with you, he's he's playing much better than you think he would play after all of that mental, physical pain that he went through with Philly. So I, I just think that they're going to be motivated, especially a division game on the road. I, I, I get that Tennessee is obviously the smart and safe bet. I get that. But I just feel that, you know, this is an upset pick for me. I got the Colts winning on the road. Yeah, I mean, that's not, not – can't fault you for, for, for that. I just I, – I think Tennessee t- takes it handedly. And I think the Jacoby Brissett, the one the one other reason, excuse me, why I'm picking Tennessee is because Jacoby Brissett last week did, did not give me any confidence. Decent. Uh, I thought – I thought, uh, well, sorry, who did Brissett play for last week? Is he not on the Colts anymore? He's with the, no, no, he was, he was the Dolphins, man. That's <laughs> what it was. Sorry, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, it was Eason. Eason does not give me any confidence last week. They both didn't. But excuse me, Brissett, Jesus. Uh, the Dolphins, <laughs> thank you. Uh, Eason, Eason did, did, did not. I mean, I know he's a Buffalo boy, and I'm and I'm uh, obviously from Washington State, so he's a, he's a local. Um but uh, he did not give me the, the biggest amount of confidence. Uh, he's got a huge arm, but I don't think the decision-making is there yet. I, I don't think the knowledge and the experience, is, obviously, is there yet. So I think if Wentz doesn't play, they're going to struggle to keep up with the Titans on offense, um, unless their defense comes out and absolutely dominates, which is possible. But I just think the Titans are so loaded on defense, it's very hard. Or, excuse me, so loaded on offense, it's just so hard to stop them. Um, so I... I gotta, I gotta take the Titans, even with Wentz, if, even if Wentz plays, but especially if he doesn't, the five and a half is not really enough. And both ankles, that's that's tough. That means he's gonna be limited. That's, that's real tough. Yeah, both ankles. Next up, the Baltimore Ravens at the Detroit Lions. The Baltimore Ravens are the nine and a half point favorites. I'm gonna go, go think- with the Baltimore Ravens, and I don't even think I need to explain why. But I think this one is just pure easy. I don't think there's no debate on this one or a thought thought process. Although the Lions have been decent offensively, but they can't stop anybody. I mean, you've seen the game last week or this past Monday. I, I was watching the game. I seen 17 to 14 Lions, and all of a sudden, two minutes later, I see 30, 35 to 17. Like, what the what happened? Like, you know, they can't stop anybody. They can't, they can't stop the run. They can't stop the pass. This is easy. This is easy. It's not even a question or a debate. Yeah, I'm uh, 100% agreeing with both of you guys. They have DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson. Uh, outside of that, they have no weapons on offense. Uh, Baltimore's lost a lot of guys to injury, and yes, it is in Detroit. Nine and a half is a lot of points, but Detroit can't stop anybody. And yes, they looked good for the first half last week, and they made me lose some money. Thank you very much, Jared Goff. Uh <laughs> Aaron Rodgers can't figure it out until the second half. Um, but <laughs> the, the point is, is like they, they just they don't have enough weapons, and I don't trust Jared Goff. And Man, their defense does. is not good enough to, to stop anybody. So Lamar's just going to run or you know walk them all the way down the field. Whether it's him running it, handing it off, throwing it to to one of the weapons outside. Even with the injuries at running back, they still have enough back there. Plus Lamar's running threat to dominate anybody on offense. With especially nobody that can stop that run or the pass. True. Yeah, that's the easy one. Next. 
All right, probably the most difficult one to call. We have the Washington football team at the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. Taylor Heineke is the new hometown hero in Chocolate City for the Washington football team. The Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. are also coming off of a dominant win versus the Miami Dolphins in a blowout. Go ahead, Brian. I want to see what you say on this one. Yeah, for me, uh, I would try to tease this one down if I can. Um, I would I would bet Buffalo to win the game, but eight and a half is a lot. Uh, I do not trust Tyler Heineke. That's not the, any of the reasoning why. The, the defense for Washington is very good. And while it was a do- while it was a dominant, I mean their defensive line you can't you can't stop them. I mean their defensive line is ridiculous. The secondary is um, question. That's all. But go ahead. But yeah, the, the secondary isn't that great. But when you don't have that much time, because the the defensive line is so dominant, the secondary doesn't have to be ridiculous. Uh, but the Buffalo, while it was a dominant win last week, they still made a lot of mistakes. And I don't think without Brissett. Speaking of, I mean, I must have just been talking in the future here. Uh, one of my previous comment about Brissett, because uh, coming out and dominating after Brissett's in the game, I mean, that that doesn't really show. I mean, I don't think Tua has shown that he's a huge difference maker right now at quarterback either. I think his accuracy is ridiculous when you get there, but I don't think he's shown that either. But uh, their offense still struggled. They're, and But Miami's a good defense too, don't get me wrong. They have a very good defense, but their offense still struggled. Uh, I think if Tua stayed in the game or Brissett was the player he was with Indianapolis, I think that game might have been very different. I mean, I'm not saying they would have won, but I don't think it would have been a huge blowout that it was. So I think unless Buffalo gets back to the – and Josh Allen specifically gets back to the level of play he was playing with last year, um, the eight-and-a-half points is so much. And they – Washington was a playoff team with Dwayne Haskins. I mean – <laughs> Dwayne Haskins sucks in my opinion. So uh, I I think he's not great, but he gives you a little bit of a dual threat. And I think Antonio Gibson is a monster. And Scary Terry is ridiculous. Logan Thomas, speaking of people that convert, I mean, was a, you know, we were talking about that earlier, uh, was a quarterback at Virginia Tech. And now he's the tight end at at Washington and and just putting up numbers. Um, So I think they have enough weapons to, to make it, especially if Curtis Samuel's healthy. Even so Hawks. you got so you have Buffalo. Uh, I would take Buffalo, yes, in this in this situation. But I try to tease them down. I would not take it at eight and a half. An, another upset. I mean, is is this really considered an upset? I don't know, but um, I guess it is because they're on the road. I got the Washington football team. Um, yeah, just straight up money line. I got them winning in oh, uh, in Buffalo because mm-hmm. how how do you? This is how do you, you get your money back for the uh, other, other money lines. That, huh? <laughs> I mean, do you really get credit for beating the Dolphins? I mean, that's, that's, they're the Dolphins. I mean, I don't know. Wait a minute. This, I, this is I, a divisional I, game. They I'm deserve credit because they killed them in a, in a divisional uh, game. Can't argue with it. But it's the Dolphins, though. I mean, everybody expected the Dolphins to lose. Not like that, but I just I, I didn't think Buffalo was going to win. I mean, did not. Didn't I think you the take Dolphins the Dolphins? Win. Didn't you take the Dolphins last week? No, I don't think I did. I think I took Buffalo. Don't worry. I'll pull the tape. Yeah, pull the tape. But, yeah, I don't think. <laughs> you said, don't worry. I'll pull the tape. Uh, Josh Allen is not playing like he was before. He's still, like, getting his legs under him. It's, like, still, like, early season jitters or something. Um <laughs> I, I got Washington. I got I got the football team winning. Okay. Next up, we have the New Orleans Saints at the New England Patriots. The 
Patriots are favored by three points. The Orleans Saints are coming off of a terrible loss versus a division rival, the Carolina Panthers. And the New England Patriots are coming off a dub with a dominant defensive performance by the Patriots versus the New York Jets, where they forced Zach Wilson for the New York Jets to throw four interceptions. I think yeah, I that think. this is close for a reason. Um, I think, well, actually, I think it's, it's wrong because I think what happened in week one with the with the Saints, everyone blowed up, over-exaggerated uh, Jameis Winston, his five touchdowns. I think that was just an anomaly. I don't think Aaron Rodgers plays that bad ever again. So I think three points is too low for me. Basically, they just got three points just because they're home. I think it should be maybe six, 6.5, 7. Uh, New England, New England will cover, in my opinion. Yeah, for me, I'm really excited about this game. Uh, I really want to watch this this game um, just for the defensive mastermind in, in Bill and the uh, offensive mastermind in Sean Payton. Yes. Uh, especially Sean Payton coming off of that bad of a performance. Uh, somebody was speaking about Jameis earlier. Uh, he definitely – showed more of the Buccaneers Jameis than mm-hmm. he did of the the, the Jameis from week one. Um, so I, I don't think he's fully over the, the, the mental issue or the, not the mental issues, the, uh, the mental aspect or the, the knowledge of the game or the decision, decision-making I should say. Um, I don't think he's over the decision-making issues that uh, plagued his, his career to date. Um, but I, I love Sean Payton, and I think he's so creative on offense. Uh, they don't have too many weapons, especially with Michael Thomas out. I mean, they're relying on a lot of young guys to really step up outside of Kamara. Um, so that's what worries me a little bit. Uh, I think you're going to see a little bit more of Taysom Hill, you know, so a little bit more Taysom Hill package. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, 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 I think New England will, will cover three. I think they're going to win the game at home. Um, and I do think they cover three. I try to buy it down or wait for the line to get a 2.5 just to cover the field goal issue. But um, I do think Patriots cover here. But I, I, I'm not going to bet just because I want to watch the game and just enjoy the game uh, for, for the offensive and defensive masterminds that they are. Uh, right. So I'm not going to bet personally, but I probably I probably lean Patriots just because they're at home. Uh, I don't know what it is about rookie quarterbacks. I think it's just a fear. Uh, or a, a stigma about Bill Belichick. There's never a rookie quarterback that comes out and dominates. I mean, Belichick dominates every single rookie quarterback. So yeah. while the four picks, and, and yes, their defense looked dominant, I don't really chalk that up to their defense being the top defensive unit in the NFL like they kind of showed against the Jets. I chalk that up to it's a rookie quarterback against Belichick. But their defense is really good. Uh, so I do think it's going to be led by their defense, and, I, and that's why I lean towards them. Yeah. Patriots, G has the Saints. I'm going Patriots. No, I have the Patriots. What do you mean? Oh, pay, oh so you taking the Patriots? Oh, so you so yeah. you back you back in the boot because I know you was being an individual earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but next game we have the Los Angeles Chargers at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs are favored by six point five. The Los Angeles Chargers just came off a loss versus the Dallas Cowboys, and the Kansas City Chiefs just lost a primetime game versus. The Baltimore Ravens. Now, what I want to say about Justin Herbert is one of is that, I, that I'm really impressed with is his his level of confidence that he had this pre- previous week versus the Dallas Cowboys. Went out there, yeah. he threw two interceptions, but what you, when you saw him throw the first interception, 
he did not shy away from throwing the football. Like he was, he stayed loose and was extremely confident in his ability to throw the football. And unfortunately, they lost. But at the same time, you want to see that in the quarterback as, as far as confidence is concerned. But I'm going to go ahead and go with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm on board with you on that one, Devor. Uh, I definitely go Chiefs here solely solely due to the fact that they lost in the fashion that they did against the Chiefs, uh, against the Ravens, especially with the Ravens so banged up and that being such a, a rivalry as it is right now. I think they're going to be locked in and dialed in, and I think they could easily blow out the Chargers. Uh, this is another one I'm excited to, to, to see. Uh, because it's it's Mahomes versus kind of young or baby Mahomes or the the, the new Mahomes as people want to call him. Um, he's got ridiculous arm talent just like Mahomes, uh, but he definitely doesn't have the decision making or the talent around him or Andy Reid. Um, so I'm excited to see this one, but I think the I think the Chiefs easily take this because I think they're going to be so mad about last week that I think they don't. Yeah. I think they win but by I, ten points. The Chiefs. Yeah. This is an easy one there. Yeah. Yeah, I also try to take the. I probably take the over here because I think Kansas City is going to come out and score early, a couple times early, and I think mm-hmm. the Chargers are going to have to catch up. and And Herbert has the arm where one mistake you can easily score a touchdown with Mike Williams deep, or you know Eckler taking a screen to the house, or you know whatever it might be. So, if I if I could put a score on this, thirty five twenty four something like that yeah. around there. Yeah, yeah, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll easily head over and easily be Chiefs. I think I think the Chargers will cover the six point five. So? I think they will because mm. they they're they're high powered offense. They prove they can they can they can get it they can get in the shootout and possibly win it. So he did it with you guys. Is well, they're not your not your guy, Brighton, but G and 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 Banks's guy, Dak Prescott. So. Hold on, wait, hold on. That Prescott is not my guy. What are you talking well, you, about? You know, nah, the way you be supporting <laughs> no, them, just no, like no, Banks, no. you're fanboys. You're no, in the fanboy no, group. No, no, no. I just speak you the truth, support him. And you're a Philly I, I, fan. I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. I speak no, you, the you either. No, 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 there is no, no, no in the middle. I, I am not. Out. Hold on, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> I am never going to root any for any Cowboys. Stop. I'm an Eagles fan. I just speak the truth, brother. That's it. You are either in or you're out. Are you in or oh, out? No, I'm <laughs> middle. Ain't no middle. You're a Philadelphia Eagles fan. This is ridiculous. Next game is <laughs> the Chicago Bears at the Cleveland Browns. It's Cleveland Browns are the 7.5 favorites. It was just announced today that Justin Fields is going to make his first official start for the Chicago Bears. What did I tell you? I told you by week three he's going to start. What week are we in? Week three. Wait wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go back and look at the tape. I told you. I said week three. No, wait a minute. Don't even make sound like Einstein right now because you're not Einstein. The the reason, the circumstances. The circumstances. Andy Dalton sucks. No, the circumstances is because Andy Dalton is hurt. You said he was going to start due to due, due to the uh, performance that Andy if Dalton was Andy Dalton on was the healthy, field. He wouldn't be starting th- th- this week. Stop. It. He's Stop. hurt. You, but you said, well, it, the way it sounded was the way Justin Fields is going to be the starter for the Chicago Bears is if Andy Dalton didn't play up to the coaching staff's. No, you said that. I said by week three he's going to start. That's all I, I said. said. He did I not said need to play. I said he didn't need to play. That's what I said. He did not need to play. But okay, you go ahead and get the credit for that. But I'm definitely going to pull the tape on that too. But go ahead. I'm taking the Browns. I I take the Browns too. And the Bears I, I don't the, cover. I, I think that the Browns' offense is very potent. Um, 
they, they have a lot of weapons on offense. Their defense is okay, but offensively, they, they're very good. I think that Rams game – sorry, not the Rams. The Chiefs game, I think they could have won. I don't know what the hell that last play was from um, the quarterback, um, but they had a chance to win that game. They were right there. So I think offensively, because of their potent offense, they'll be okay. And I think they'll, I think they'll cover. Oh, we lost Brighton. Think they'll cover? Yeah. Oh, you yeah, think that's right there? Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Guy. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, you're yeah. good. I don't know. I just having I think my screen refresh or something. Sorry about that. Uh, I is it on me here? Sorry. Yes, it's on yeah. you. Okay. Uh, I actually uh, go against both of you here. Uh, well, actually, what's the status of Odell? Does anybody know? Is he playing? Yeah. I don't think he's playing. Questionable. Okay. And no uh, Jarvis. So Oh yeah, so yeah, that's what I was just gonna say. So uh, I go against you guys here. I go, I, I lean the, I lean the Bears. Uh, seven and a half, I think, is a, is a lot. Um, I also think that Fields, their line's not good, and and Miles Garrett is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and and mm-hmm. so Clowney is also on the other side there. Um, so their line is is insane which worries me a little bit, but I think Fields is very athletic and I think he's going to be very determined and hungry to keep the job. Uh, I think he knows if he wins or, or it looks good, they're going to you know, hand him the keys. So I think he's going to be super motivated. And I think the Bears defense is athletic and, and very good, led by Roquan uh, and, can, and, and Khalil, obviously, and can help defend Chubb and, or you know contain Chubb. Chubb is ridiculous and nobody's going to stop him. Uh, yeah, but, but that whole line for the Bears, that's that's the only question. That's Yes, that's a, and again, Miles Garrett and Jadavion are scary, but I think Fields, he's built like a running back, and he's got the vision and the body movements of a running back when he's when he has a ball carrier. If you go watch, I think they did like a sports science or something like that on him, and the way he moves his body and the one, his weight and his frame, aside from being like 6'3", but he, he's built like a running back and he moves his body like a running back. So I think that's going to benefit him greatly in this game because he's going to have to escape the pocket and run, whether it's actually take off and, and, and run with his legs or just run to buy time and roll out. I think he's going to have to use his legs though. Um, so I think if, if he can do that, I think they have a shot at keeping it. I don't think they win a the game, but I think they have a shot at, at keeping it at seven and a half because Jarvis is hurt. They don't have Odell. If he's not healthy, it's literally Kareem Hunt, Chubb, Austin Hooper, and Njoku. I mean that the other Rashard Higgins you can't count on. The uh, uh, who's the other guy there? The, the Peoples Jones uh, you can't count on. I mean those aren't guys that you can bank on to go out. And Baker is not Peyton Manning. He's not Tom Brady. He's not going to take Troy Brown and make him break records in the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, he's not, he's or Deion Branch and make him break records in the Super Bowl, excuse me. And Troy Brown and win in Super Bowls with him. Like he's not that type of quarterback. So I think he needs he needs the Odell and he needs Jarvis Landry as a security blanket. So that's why I think Bears have a shot at covering here. Okay. All right. So we got the Cincinnati Bengals at the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are the favorite by four and a half. Um I will say the last week's game for the Chicago Bears, excuse me, for the Cincinnati Bengals, it looked like they was going to try to make an attempt for a comeback versus the Chicago Bears. But due to two back-to-back mm-hmm. interceptions by Joe Burrow, I felt like were critical in, in, the, in the Cincinnati Bengals' chances of winning the game. So, 
And also uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're a little bit concerning as far as the quarterback position is concerned with Ben Roethlisberger. But their defense is playing amazing. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and go with Pittsburgh. It's that I think Pittsburgh is a safe bet because of the defense. I think that Ben just needs to manage the game as well as, as well as he can. They need to run the ball. They got two decent running running backs. Um, so if they can manage the game, they can run the ball, run heavy, and stop the run. Well, not stop the run, but just play great defense. I think that's a safe bet. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if Cincinnati can win this game. I wouldn't be surprised. But Pittsburgh's defense is just playing almost lights out. The reason why they didn't win – Last week, in my opinion, is because they weren't they weren't great on offense. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one, Chief, for sure. I mean, their, their defense is ridiculous. Their defense is what made them so potent last year. Um, their offense was was decent enough last year, but Big Ben, I think, needs to understand he's a he's a different he's he's in a different spot in his career. It's not the Antonio Brown led offense. It's not like I mean, it's not you're you're not going out and winning the game with your arm anymore. Your defense is going to win you the game. Your running is going to win you the game. And you need to make smart decisions and, and make your throws count. But you're not the one that's going to go out and win the games anymore. Your arm's not that anymore. And I think until he realizes that, their offense is going to continue to struggle. Uh, the Bengals, yes, Burrow threw two picks uh, or three picks, I think, on back-to-back-to-back plays or two picks on back-to-back plays and one pick later or something like that. Mm-hmm. But his ability to bounce back from that, uh, I mean, he went and led him to two – two touchdown drives right after that. Uh, and that's you throwing the game away most likely and knowing that you threw the game away most likely, but you're still going out and fighting to try to give your team a shot. Uh, right. I think shows a lot, but Pittsburgh's defense, I think is going to be too much to overcome. And their line is not great at all. Um, and I think TJ Watt and company is going to obliterate them. Yeah, They're going to get their, their 67th or 68th game in a row with a sack and, and continue that, that, record hunt that they're going for and I think cover the four. Excuse me. But they're gonna be hungry too from last week. Mm. All right. So we have the Atlanta Falcons at the New York Giants. The Giants are favored <laughs> by three points. Now personally this is my this is my money line one of my money line picks of the week. I went ahead and went with the underdog which is the Atlanta Falcons which I feel oh, like they're God. going to obliterate the New York Giants. Be oh, completely at 100 with you guys. But I'm going to go ahead and let you have the floor. But listen, I, I think I, I, I wish this was one of those times where it, it be, it's a tie and both teams lose because both teams are just awful, man. Like the Giants, they probably are a better team, but the mental mistakes that they made last, last game was just it's just so awful to see. Like, how do you make those that many mental mistakes? And Bark Saquon is not 100% healthy. They they can't they can't you know they can't rush the quarterback. I, it's like I, I just wish both teams would lose. But it, the safe bet is the Giants because they're at home. That's why they're just a three point favorite. So you know, New York. The, the the Falcons aren't that bad at what I mm-hmm. thought they were going to be defensively. They actually they held in there versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers until Matt Ryan started turning the football over. So if we could just maintain those turnovers, I feel like the Falcons could be a pretty competitive team in the NFC NFC South. No, I don't know. No, I uh, I'm with you on this one. I think the the Falcons are trash. Um, I don't think. <laughs> uh, I, I think. Uh, 
I think the Falcons' best shot uh, this season is by putting in Josh Rosen. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Whoa, I'm never going to get over that. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to bring that I, up all the time. That's what I'm saying. I can't get over it. On a more serious note, uh, no, I do. I mean, I stay away from this game entirely. I, I can't trust either team. Giants are more yeah. talented. Giants have a better defense. Falcons have an explosive offense. Daniel Jones is absolutely atrocious. I don't understand how he's so good <laughs> at some points and just so bad at others. And Matt Ryan, Matty Ice, always consistent, but he's never consistently great. He's just consistently above average. Uh, and again, their defense is so bad that I, I I don't know. I mean, I would stay away from this game as far as I could. But Giants are at home and have the better defense, so I would I would lean that way. Right. This is one of those one of those games where you would you wish that both teams would lose. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. This game I don't even want to I don't even want to see the highlights of, unless yeah, it's Calvin Ridley or, or Kyle Pitts because they're on my fantasy teams. But other than that, hmm. all right. So. Another another possible upset game this week that I have no upset, no upset is the Miami Dolphins at the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are favored by three and a half points. Now the Dolphins are going to be without starting quarterback Tua Tagovailoa, and currently on the injury report you have for the Raiders is Derek Carr. He is questionable and. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs is, is considered ruled out for this game. Now, I did want to bring up the possibility if Derek Carr is unable to go for this game, you're going to have to deal with Nathan Peterman. <laughs> but then I, the Raiders I, have to I, deal I, with uh, Jacoby Brissett. So I'm going to say this way. one more time. <laughs> Nathan Peterman. <laughs> um. Take the Dolphins. No, I wouldn't. It, it, okay, so I'll, I'll I'll say this: if Carr is healthy, obviously, obviously the take the Dolphins. Obviously, but if he's not healthy, regardless, take the Dolphins. Yeah, I think I if uh, if if Carr's healthy, it's got to be Dol- uh, Raiders all day. Uh, I think if Carr if Carr's not healthy, um, unless you are. John Gruden or in John Gruden's family or fan club, uh, you do not want to put any stock or any money into a quarterback named Nathan Peterman. Uh, for some God awful reason, I have no idea why John Gruden loves himself some Nathan Peterman. Um, I'm not sure what it is, but he just loves him. Uh, but, no, I trust Jacoby Brissett even as bad as he looked last week over Nathan Peterman. So I take I, I, take I, them, I agree. Them all day. I agree. I agree. So Dolphins again, all day. Dolphins. So even all wait, day. hold on, wait, Devor. So even if Carr is playing, you still picking Dolphins? Yes, I'm taking the Dolphins. Okay. Remember, I took the Dol- I didn't take the Dolphins last week. I didn't take the Dolphins the week before that. So I'm taking the Dolphins this week. And you're gonna be wrong again. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm going to be right. And then the Dolphins fans are going to sit there and be like, what happened? Well, let me explain. The Dolphins, they are a blitzing defense. Their car is not as mobile as people think. So they're going to be able to put consistent pressure on Derek Carr, regardless if he plays or not. 
and that's going to accumulate in turnovers. Now, when it comes down to Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brissett did not have a full week of practice with the Miami Dolphins starters. If you give Jacoby Brissett a full week of practice with the starters, Jacoby Brissett can be a very, very serviceable start and quarterback in this league like he's shown with the Indianapolis Colts. So take the Dolphins and you come back and thank me later. Okay, well, I hope you're right for the Dolphins' sake. I hope you're right. Hey, I wasn't confident in the Dolphins last week. I wasn't confident in the Dolphins against the Patriots, even though they shouldn't have beat the Patriots. But I'm confident in the Dolphins this week. Okay. Here here goes the big game coming up. This game is going to be hard to judge. But go ahead. Okay. but Not that one. Not that one. We have the New York Jets at the Denver Broncos, which the Denver Broncos are the – 10 and a half point favorite versus the Jets. <laughs> now, my reasoning for that is considering the fact that Zach Wilson threw three interceptions in that New England Patriots game last week, and they're going up against a very, very talented, deep, even more talented defense in the Denver Broncos, where you have Bradley Chubb and you have Avon Miller, and you have a very, very potent secondary for the Denver Broncos. I can see why they gave the Denver Broncos a ten and a half. Uh, uh, imagine, imagine you're a rookie quarterback and you played against a Bill Belichick defense, and now you got to go all the way to Colorado and play against Von Miller in that pass rush. It's it's going to be two blowouts in a row for for the Jets. Unfortunately, this this is they don't have a chance at all. Yeah, no, I uh, I tease the the Jets. On this, uh, if I can, uh, on on my ticket, I do have the Jets teased on a, on a sweetheart ten point teaser, so twenty point five points uh, favored, uh, or not favored, excuse me, twenty point five uh, plus twenty point five. So I, I think uh, Robert Sala doesn't get enough credit for how good of a defense he could have. Their talent is not good, but ten and a half is a lot. Um, their offense, Broncos' offense is good. Playing in Colorado is not easy. I think Wilson's going to be hungry, though, for how bad and how embarrassed he is for his performance last week. So I think he's going to come out. The Broncos are talented on defense, but they don't have a lockdown defense, uh, corner in a Steve Gilmore fashion. So I think you can get a Corey Davis or you can get, you know, scheme Elijah Moore or you can scheme, you know, one of your guys, Jameson Crowder, open uh, to give Wilson some help. And I don't think... I don't think the – I think they have to open it up a little bit more for, for Zach Wilson is what I'm trying to say. Like their play mm-hmm. calling was very conservative last week. They, they ran the ball a lot. And Tevin Coleman, in my opinion, is not is not your guy anymore. Uh, he's not super explosive or super dynamic in, in any way. I mean, he's, he's decent all around. But I think they have to give Michael Carter a shot. You, you have to give – somebody else a chance and you have to give Zach Wilson a chance to, to, to go out. You got him weapons. Let him, let him see what he can do. The line's not bad there. You know, let him see what he can do. Mm-hmm. So I, I take the jets here. 10.5. That's a lot of points. Wow. Okay. Who'd you pick G? He picked had Broncos. 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 Yeah. All right. So I feel, this is, I feel like this, to stay this away is the game I was talking about. You got to stay. This is the game, this, this game you got definitely got to stay away from. The yeah, Tampa definitely. Bay Buccaneers at the Los Angeles Rams. Tampa Bay is currently sitting as a one and a half point favorite versus the Rams. Very, very two extremely talented teams. Mm-hmm. Only issue with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is I feel like they play around 
so far in the first two games of the season, they play around and let their opponent hang in the game. And I feel like this is going to be yeah. a week where it's their opponent catch up ends up catching up to them. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I, I think as great as – I think the Rams will win. Not easily, but it, it'll be – I don't think you can go by points in this game, in my opinion. I think 1.5 is smart, maybe three. Uh, but I see a close game. I see the Rams at home uh, winning a close game, maybe by a field goal. We'll see. I, I don't know if I could put a score on it just to you know take an educated guess. Maybe something like a 31 to 24 or something like that, or maybe a, 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 a 30 to 27, somewhere where it's either three to seven points. Uh, the Rams are the better team right now, but I can see this team playing in the playoffs in the future. But this, this is one of those games where you 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 can't go wrong with either pick, to be honest with you. But at the same time, just like we made a point earlier, the Buccaneers have played the Falcons, and then they they also played the Cowboys. So both defenses are not as great. So this is their test to play against an actual real defense. So we'll see. But I got the Rams at home. Yeah, I uh, I stay away from this game. Um... Personally, in terms of my money, I'm not betting on it. Uh, can't everybody gets Brady in terms of I've already lost. Uh, can't even imagine how much money I'm going to lose in my fantasy bet that I was telling you guys about at the start. Uh, so not not putting any more money against Brady. Um, they do play around too much. I think unless they come out with uh, determination like they did in the Super Bowl in, in terms of shutting down Mahomes and doing that every week, week in, week out, and shutting down the opposing offense uh, and then letting the – their offense again get into rhythm and, and get going early uh they're just they play around too much i don't know the rams are so good they're at home they have aaron donald tom brady's talking about not mobile tom brady i mean he's mobile in a pocket but he's not a mobile guy at all so mm-hmm. i think i think that's scary and at home and rams look good i think they're fired up stafford for the first time in his career is on a team with like playoff uh not not goals but like playoff expectations and, and Super Bowl goals instead of continually year in and year out being on a bad team. So I think he's going to be fired up. So it's a scary, scary bet, but smart money is probably on Tampa Bay, in my opinion, just because they're, they won the Super Bowl for a reason and their offense, Antonio Brown looks like he's back. Offense looks good. They're at home or they're uh, only 1.5. I mean, it's not like you're having too much of a spread to worry about in terms of points. So. The over under um, for this game is going to be. You got it in front of you. I do. Over under for this game is going to be 55 and a half. I take the under. Yeah, I like I like the under here too. Both defenses are too good for that. Yeah, yeah both well, offenses I agree are ridiculous, but but it's too high. 55 and a half under, definitely. All right, Brighton, your Seattle Seahawks at the Minnesota Vikings. Can they bounce back from a heartbreaking loss versus the Tennessee Titans in overtime? Definitely. They definitely can. I, I Seattle, see, I, I Seattle, Seattle is the uh, one-and-a-half-point favorite, by the way. Cool. Please yeah. continue, G. Yeah, just before you go out, because I know you want to go in. This no, is no, your no, team. no. You're good. You're good. You're good. I, I, I think they'll bounce back. I think Minnesota's – I don't know what the hell Vore is talking about. They're not making the playoffs. They're they're not ready yet. Kirk Cousins is the, is the quarterback. Stop it. I don't want to hear that. Plus, I think Seattle's motivated, extra motivated, because 
because of the not because they lost, but because of the way that they lost. They should have won that game. They should have. But the way that they lost, they'll be extra motivated. Um, I don't. I think one point five is too low to be honest with me. To be honest, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, Seattle definitely they'll, they'll cover. Yeah. Uh... Gee, I've never been more in line with you than I have tonight. Uh, Kirk Cousins, that that man, I just I cannot stand him. Yeah, and the yeah. credit that he gets is just absurd. Like he's not Rex Grossman, don't get me wrong, but he he's not Alex <laughs> Smith even. Like he's he's terrible. Um, mm. So I've never been more in line with you than on that one. Uh, I this is absolutely disrespectful and and just absurd in my opinion. Yes, I'm biased, but you're gonna tell me the Seahawks are 1.5 point better team in a neutral zone. It looks like DeVore hopped out. Uh, neutral zone than Minnesota. Like that, that, that is absurd. That is absurd. Minnesota's defense is terrible. Uh, Minnesota, Kirk Cousins, you cannot trust. Dalvin Cook, as great as he is, you can limit him. You can't, you can't, you can't stop him, but you can contain him enough to allow, as long as Justin Jefferson doesn't take over the game, which he is, he's a monster. Uh, I think the Seahawks easily, easily cover this. And I, I'm I'm definitely going to be making a bet on this game on my Seahawks, even though I usually do not bet, just because I think this line is just disrespectful. Mm. I agree with you. But again, it's, it's, it's kind of scary to bet on your own team. It usually yeah. does not work. Um, but I, I agree. I, I, don't, I don't see them losing two games in a row. I don't, I don't see that. Plus, betting on your own team sucks when they lose because you get the double burn. I mean, when they win, it's great. You get the double win. But when they lose, it's uh, it's rough. You got the next games on here? Okay. Yeah, so Green Bay at San Francisco 49ers. Uh, the 49ers are a 3.5 favorite. Wait, no. Yeah. Um, what, you, what you got? What do you think? Yeah, so uh, – Glad my my friend who I watch football with every Sunday does not uh, pay any attention to technology because uh, he's a huge Niner fan and uh, he's literally got you got to walk through a Niner flag to get into his door to watch the football every Sunday. Um, but I got to go Green Bay here. Um, I think the Niners are a great team at home is is great. I think their offense is dynamic. I think Kyle Shanahan is is, is insane. I've I've preached that enough here on the show. Um, but Aaron Rodgers. Woke up finally, I think. First half, I was scared. And again, he was too late to, to help me out. Um, but um, he he finally woke up in the second half. So I think their the offense is going to continue there. I think A.J. Dillon will continue to improve and give you give them that Jamal Williams kind of second, second dynamic element in the backfield. Um, and he's way bigger, so he gives them a different style. Um, and then I think Marquez Valdez-Scantling has, has shown an improvement. And I think Aaron Rodgers is is uh, for whatever reason in love with Randall Cobb, so I think that that helps him out there. So I think San Francisco takes this. Love getting the extra half a point, the extra you know point. Realistically, the three point five instead of like a two point five here. So if they do lose even by a field goal, you're still you're still in the green. So I definitely right. take pack pack all day here. I just think that the 49ers are not consistent enough on defense, solely mostly based on you know, being healthy, they can't stay healthy on, on defense. So I think that's a, that's a great pick. So now here we go. My Philadelphia Eagles at Dallas, Dallas is a 3.5 favorite. 
you go first, man, because I want to go in on this. Go ahead. Nick, what you got? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I probably should just mute myself here because you're not going to probably enjoy this one too much. Oh, Lord. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, I got if I bet, I'm still still teetering myself, but if I bet on this, I definitely buy it down to 2.5, uh, just because I don't trust the Dallas defense. But I think their offense is too dynamic. Um, the Eagles have a solid defense, but I just think I think Dallas is too dynamic. Zeke looks okay, and they're, they're Tony Pollard looks really great, and I think he's going to get more run there. Um, so I think Dallas. That Dak's just too hungry. CD looks like he's a monster, and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't trust Hurts enough yet to know that he's the guy. To, I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm not saying he won't do it. But I just, I don't, I don't trust him enough yet to say he is the guy that's just going to keep continuously putting up dominant performances and winning them the games. So see the, that's the why issue. I, I, I agree with you. The issue with the Eagles is the issue is not their defense. The defense is actually playing pretty well. I mean, to hold a team to 17 games. The issue is they can't score. They can't get in the end zone. 11 points, that's that's not enough. So I, I hate to say this, and I can't believe I'm saying this, because let me just say to the people out there, I hate the Cowboys, okay? I hate them. I hate them. I don't like them. I don't like them at all. I've never been a Cowboys fan, but I, I speak the truth. The safe bet is that the reason why it's 3.5 is because of Philly's defense. They're great enough to keep the game close. But offensively, they they can't score right now. So, Cowboys who are covered, that's that's easy. That's not even but a if debate. There's, if there's ever one remedy to get your offense to figure out how to score, it's to play Dallas. So that's true. That's true. That's true. That's the one thing that worries me a little bit. That's why I'm still teetering. If I do, I really want to bet or not? Because that Dallas defense, just year in and year out just surprises me with how bad a defense can be. I mean, it just, yeah. uh, I don't understand it. All right, yeah, man, that's, uh, well, I think that's yeah. it. That's it. Any uh, final thoughts? Thing. Anything you want to say? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Um, just uh, so happy that uh, football is back in, in action here. I mean, it's it's so great to be on the show here and, and just continuing to talk about football and, ha- and having it back in action. I mean, there's nothing like – I made a joke after, you know, the first week that it, it was like uh, better than Christmas Day for me on Sunday. I mean, it, it really is. It's like uh, you're a kid again opening up presents on Christmas Day. So excited. I mean, for me, waking up every Sunday is, is just the greatest thing, knowing I'm going to get 10, 12 hours of, of football. So uh, that's that's my final thoughts. Just excited and, and still super happy that, that football season's back up and, and super thankful to be, you know, have an opportunity to be on a show like this. <clears throat> By yourself, and last thoughts? Well, yeah, no, I just want to, you know, shout out Havoc and Quinte and Banks. And uh, I know we lost the VOR, but, you know, we, we're strong enough to be able to close out the, the show because that's how we are. We, we're a strong group. Um, so just a, another reminder, we might do the Sunday night game. We might do the Sunday night game, Packers. And we might have two, two um, – watch games, the Sunday night game, and then the Monday night game, we're definitely going to do a watch party on that. So, you know, stay tuned. Uh, we'll be back on Saturday, 10, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, make sure you check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is not for debate. Brighton, peace. Yes, have a good one, guys. Take care.